Hello, and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome to The Conversation, a LYF podcast series where we provide our insights, thoughts, and experiences on self-love exploration. My name is Ayla, Growth and Development Coordinator for the Love Yourself Foundation. And my name is JR, (laughs) (laughs) Technology Coordinator and Board Member for the Love Yourself Foundation. I had to do it up. I had to match that energy. Match the energy because today we are excited. We are motivated, you could even say. Oh Uh. my. Hey, what's up? (laughs) What's up? It's also the morning time. Usually we do our episodes in the afternoon or evening. So this time it's a little bit different. And I think that we have a lot more energy, obviously. Bringing the energy. We're bringing it strong right now. I'm really excited about it. I think we've talked about this subject many times, but I think we've never really dove into how to making the goals stick and what better time than while we're doing this journey of reflecting and growing over these upcoming weeks, this whole season. So I'm really excited to see the different perspectives that we're bringing today and working through the activity to ensure that we meet our goals. Absolutely. Speaking about goals, I have a couple of tips to give everybody in how to make sure that you're keeping up with your goals, how to make the necessary changes in order to keep them going. So it's definitely going to be a jam-packed episode today. So excited. And so with choosing motivation, I really wanted to do it early on in the season because what point is going over all the information and going over week after week, all these changes, if you don't know how to sustain that change Mm -hmm. and that interest and things. So I'm not only excited to talk about it just because I know what's coming later in the season, but also because I feel like in my own life, I also need to really put in the structures to stay motivated as we almost feel when we record these episodes. We're so excited. And I want to hold that energy when I get home and want to execute the goals we talk about. Yes, I agree with you. And I think that this is going to be yet another continuation of everything that we've been talking about. And it's going to help everyone out, including myself, because I definitely need some motivation in my life right now. And I think that today's episode is going to help with that. And especially with us doing it in the morning, I have all afternoon, all evening to to put it into effect. And I'm excited about that. Yeah. So make sure this episode that you take out your desire map from the first episode, because we are going to be using that information to execute some activities today and move forward with choosing our goals and setting things into stone. 
So I think it's time to get into the episode. Do you think so, I think so, yes. Perfect. So we're going to be doing an activity throughout the episode, extending off of the last. We're going to be doing our 12-week year activity today. But throughout the activity, we're going to talk about goal setting because as we set up these next 12 weeks, we obviously have to know what goals we're focusing on, how to set the deadlines to those goals, how to know how to stick to the goals right. even. So that's how we're going to get started today. Okay. So make sure that you have your desire map out. If you partook in the activity last episode, taking out any of that information and let's jump into it. Let's do it. So just as a reminder, the 12 week year is basically focusing your year instead of the 365 days into a three month period. And as we talked about, it's a lot more important to have those smaller sections to create a sense of urgency and to make almost time feel more obtainable. Because Mm -hmm. to me, when I look at the whole year, I'm like, that seems like too much time. Yeah. <laughs> when really, time's going by really fast. I can't believe it's October. I know. We're already in the last quarter of the year. And like you said, it has been going really fast. So the year will sneak up on you when you least expect it. It's honestly wild. And I'm really excited because of that to finish this year off strong. And I think that going over the next 12 weeks, we're really going to end right as 2023 starts. And it's going to be super exciting to see all the changes that we're able to make. So as part of the activity, what we're going to do is look at the desire map. And if you didn't partake in the activity, I definitely recommend doing that first since that's setting up the whole season. But in general, what we're going to be looking at is the core desired feelings that we set up that first episode of how we seek to feel each day and to know that we're achieving our best. And so once we have those identified, for example, my core desired feelings were unbounded, wows, flourish and virtuous wows being wolf of wall street i know yeah that's right that's right <laughs> just in case you forgot yeah. I, I know you're like wow that's, that's an interesting one and so what i'll do is i'll take those four and reread kind of the paragraphs that set me up for why i wanted to feel that way and what we're going to do is choose two to three goals out of those that are going to best exemplify what one thing or i guess two to three things are going to set us up for the most success moving forward into our next 12 week year and so on after that so take a second to get out your papers look over your feelings and remind yourself of all the paragraphs that kind of set up what you were looking for welcome back Thank you. Oh, you meant (laughs) people are listening. My bad. Everybody, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back, JR. After reminding ourselves of our goals and our feelings and JR finding what his feelings are. I'm always constantly (laughs) on a journey to find what my feelings are. A big step of motivation is setting up the actual goal. And I think this step is what trips people up a lot in their motivation is that their goals don't align with those core desired feelings because one, they've never heard of core desired feelings. But two, they're choosing things that don't set them up self up for success so as we're choosing our goals i'm going to set up what research has to say about how to do that um and i'm excited to see where mine leads me as well and where yours leads you so the first thing is that the goal itself has to feel obtainable and within reach and so it says that as people especially in the u.s we very much enjoy short-term gratification and to think about a goal not really coming to fruition not being completed until next year, until five years. I'm like, I don't, I want something that I complete now. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And so when I thought about that, I was like, wow, I don't know why I've never put it in that perspective before. I always thought like I had to think about things in six months, in a year, in two years to be able to have it really feel like a goal. And of course you have long-term goals, but we only got 12 week years. And so in our 12 weeks, 
that's not a very long-term goal. So you need to think about, yes, where you want to be in the future, but more your core desired feelings and how these next 12 weeks can set you yourself up for those next 12 weeks. And yeah. There was so after that. Also knowing that there a way around this is to set mini goals that lead to the big goal. I think that a lot of times people have this huge thing of I want to lose 100 pounds or I want to do like this grand thing that can't be done in a short amount of time, can't be done in 12 weeks. And the way to get around that is to set some mini goals along the way to have those achievements to be able to take place. Yeah, I like that a lot too, because it puts in place those small wins, right? And if the goal is really big or really lofty, at least when you hit these little milestones, you feel like you're accomplishing something along the way. So I like that a lot. And I don't think I implement that in my life enough, if I'm I, being honest. Me too. Another thing that I thought is something that we hint at a lot, but I think is really important is that goals should not be chores. And you shouldn't be doing things because other people expect you to, because other like society thinks that's what's best for your life because you feel like you have to if you're set if you're choosing your goals this episode and you're doing oh okay go to the gym and you really don't care about going to the gym right yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're obviously not gonna have an easy time getting motivated to do that and i've mentioned this before about like reframing the goal to better fit what you're looking for so instead of going to the gym which isn't my goal. I really don't care about going to the gym. My goal is more to be physically healthy Mm. and framing it that way because I have a better connection to that than I do to go to the gym, obviously, because we talk about it every episode. But I was wondering how you felt about that. Yeah, I think it's important um, for that because you want to be motivated. And that's what this whole episode is all about. And if you set yourself up with goals that don't put that kind of feeling inside of you, then what is the point? What's the purpose? Because even if you were to accomplish that goal, is it fulfilling at all? So for me, I think that whether or not the goal is something that is going to happen can be achievable almost immediately or something that's going to take a little bit more time. It has to put some kind of desire inside of you that makes you want to accomplish it. I think that is one of the key factors of everything that we're going to be talking about today is having those goals that motivate you, that wants you to complete it. And yeah, I think that portion of it or that part of it is what's key in order for you to keep going. Definitely. And so as we move forward to the next steps, what you're going to be looking at is what two to three goals, overarching goals, connect the most things in the work you've done so far and what would help you moving forward if those like foundational things were in place. What goals would set yourself up for success? What goals are really meaningful for you? And the next point of that is knowing your why. You need to be able to acknowledge in each goal that you have a why that's really intrinsic to you. So something that you're doing for yourself and you have a personal connection to it and you should be able to acknowledge that in each one in a deeper level. And so what we're going to do is we're going to give some time to give yourself a a moment to think about what two to three goals you could choose, making sure that You don't have to have it all sorted out yet, but generally, what things do you want to accomplish in these next 12 weeks? I know we're going to be starting October 3rd, but this episode doesn't come out until later. So it's going to be really exciting to go through this 12-week year together and be able to set it up. But take some time. Think about what two to three things work for you. Or if you want to do three to four, I would say not more than four, though. Don't want to overwhelm yourself. 
Of course. So we'll give you some time to think and we'll be right back. Welcome back. I know that was like five seconds for you. And we're back. (laughs) Taking some time to look at goals. I already feel motivated. And I know that I think any time you take to reflect, it's almost like you're achieving the goal already. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I'm here. I'm ready to do it. And so I'm actually excited to hear what your goals are, JR. Okay. Well, I ended up doing three goals. Let's make it a little bit easier on me. You know what I'm saying? And stuff that is very obtainable which I think when I try to map out goals, especially goals for the rest of the year, I think I get too advantageous with it. I want to make things easier on myself. And what you were saying about making them realistic, making them really obtainable. So you're not going to be a movie star. We can cross that out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So my first goal is sell items of unimportance. I wanted to make sure I put in that nice big fancy word in there because I think that it is important to make an emphasis of the things that are around in my home that I really don't need. One of my goals is to make a little bit more money. So what's the easiest, fastest way to do that? Sell the stuff that doesn't make any sense. See, And I know that the words that I selected for myself in the desire map was safe, successful. And I think those two kind of play in with each other. Definitely the safe part of it is that I want to feel comfortable and, and okay, I guess you could say. Selling some stuff around my apartment, there's a ton of stuff that's in here that I can sell. I just need to be motivated to get the stuff out, take pictures of it, put it online. But this isn't something that's new to me. I've done this before. Actually, a long time ago, I was really into flipping and it allowed me to pay my car off. I remember in a span of two to three months, sold a whole bunch of stuff, had a check for $5,500 and I just paid the car off all from stuff that I sold in my apartment or yeah, in my home at the time. So it's definitely there. I can definitely do it. This isn't something that's going to be new. It's just really just putting myself out there and doing the work. So that's my first goal. Second goal is to take a course in video editing or photo editing. And I think it will play into the successful part of my desire map. I'm doing a lot of work within my nonprofit that I'm doing a lot of video work, a lot of audio work, taking photographs. And I've done it as kind of a hobby. And now that I'm doing it as my job, I want to be more efficient, I want to be more productive when it comes to that, understand the workflow and what tools and tips that I can do to make my work even better. So uh, are you doing like a multi-workshop class? Where it's I think like I am. Yeah. And I know that UNLV provides classes through LinkedIn really? to go through that. That's also a benefit too, that I don't have to spend any money to go through that. Just finding the time to do it, which we've been talking about. We're going to do it today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got that time. And then my last goal is to run one new event at Random Golf Club, Las Vegas. And I think that will play into my other word, which is acceptance. And And, success too. And success as well. There are a lot of things that are happening. We just had a women's event not too long ago that was very successful. That was the first time we've ever done that. And I really love the positivity that comes out of that. And people who aren't used to golf, doesn't really know about golf, is now hooked on golf, which is amazing. But more so the women that came out to that event have now a community for themselves. And seeing I think, the change, I'm sure is cool. Yeah. And I think a week or two after that event, they a couple of the women that went out to the event, they all got together themselves and they went to the range and they had a great time. Oh. So I want to do more of those events to bring more people together. So there's a couple of things that we have in mind that are going to be brand new to what we're trying to do. Amazing. And that's just more experience under my belt of implementing something, planning stuff out, and also getting more exposure out into the community as well. Again, another goal that I feel is very easy to achieve. Again, just putting in the time and the effort to do it. So 
That's I'm what realizing I realizing as we talk about it on the podcast, we're being held accountable because uh, all yes. of you are hearing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, the next episode. Did they do all that stuff? Hopefully. Well, hopefully. Mm, yeah. What about you? With the 12 week year, we will. Yes. So my first thing is complete a whole deep clean of my apartment. Get rid of everything I don't need, everything that I don't use. I'm curating the space to better suit what my needs are and what makes me happy. Connecting with just setting myself up for success in all of my desired feelings. I need to feel more organized and intentional with what I have in my space. It's very similar to Marie Kondo action. I am exactly going to do that. The second is having good physical health. So I want to make sure I'm exercising 30 minutes a day. I'm eating healthy and at home because I love to eat out. And I'm drinking 64 ounces of water a day. So a lot of mini goals in that, um, which I know we're going to go up Go on to like how to set up the goals, which maybe some things will have to change. Right. And then third is making my free time more intentional. And so I want to make my free time more oriented towards more self-development, being able to read and learn, be creative, hang out with friends, just do things that are more apt to contributing to my connection to others and feeling like I'm flourishing. The only way to do that is to actually like use my time wisely. So I'll kind of set up myself in a way that I like limit myself on how long I am on TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) This is a goal that I'm really excited to see you implement. And for somebody who is working every single day, finding that time, I can only imagine is a little bit difficult. But the fact that you are wanting to put that effort into to wanting to hang out with your friends and to finding things for yourself to do outside of just eating out of the necessity of staying alive and sleeping as well, you want to to do something else within that time frame that you have. So no more reality show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that brings us before we move into our smart steps. Actually, let's do the smart steps first. So let's really refine our goals before we move to the next step. SMART is an acronym that is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time. And basically SMART is a, allows you to lay the foundation of your goal and how you can be more proactive in trying to complete that specific goal. Obviously, there are many ways of uh, following up with your goals and how you create that roadmap for yourself. So this is not the end all be all, but this is definitely one method of doing it. So let's start off with specific. Some of the questions that you can ask yourself when you are trying to figure out your goal and what you need to do to achieve that is to be specific. So you can ask your question, uh, ask questions to yourself. What do I want to accomplish? Why is the goal important? Who is involved, where is it located, and which resources or limits are involved. So I think that's really interesting because it puts more emphasis on what the goal is. Instead of it just being an idea, you're actually making it an action by putting those W words to that. So the what, why, who, where, or which. I love that. And I'm already, it sparked me with you saying like where. I was like, well, I could probably clean my car and my office as well. So I'm excited already to see how I can expand these goals. Yes. So along that line, four specific example that they have is imagine that you are currently a marketing executive and you'd like to become head of marketing. A specific goal could be, I want to gain a skill or experience necessary to become head of marketing within my organization so that I can build my career and lead a successful team. So being that specific to your goal makes it 
easier for you to understand what is necessary for you to get to that. So I think that's really cool. I think it helps keep focus. And yes. that's ex- especially what we have to do when we only have 12 weeks to complete. Right, exactly. Next one is measurable. These are the questions that you can ask yourself regarding a measurable is how much, how many, and how will I know when it is accomplished? Example of this was you might measure your goal of acquiring the skills to become a head of marketing by determining that you will have completed the necessary training courses and gain the relevant experience within five years time. So putting a number to it, I think is nice. I think that it allows you to understand the longevity or what is necessary or how many of a thing that you need to do in order to get to that goal. So I, I like that a lot. Me too. Next is achievable. Some of the questions you can ask yourself in this one is how can I accomplish this goal? And how realistic is the goal based on the constraints such as financial factors? And I know that sometimes can hinder us a little bit, especially the financial part, is if we want to get to a certain thing or do a certain thing, sometimes we put a money value to that and we stop trying to get after that goal immediately because maybe we can't afford it. An example of this is you might need to ask yourself whether developing the skills required to become head of marketing is realistic based on your existing experience and qualifications. For example, do you have the time to complete the required training effectively? Are the necessary resources available to you? And can you afford to do it? I think that's important to ask those questions, but doesn't necessarily mean that it's not achievable. I think that This allows you to understand the The limitations, the work that needs to be put into it, and actually can motivate you even more because now you know exactly what you need to do for it. Definitely. Next is relevant. Does this seem worthwhile? Is it the right time? Does this match our other efforts? So I think that those questions are interesting to say the least because Part of it feels you're trying to convince yourself that this is something that you want to do. And I think you even putting yourself in that situation, you can convince yourself that this is what you want to do. But I think it's important to understand that when you're asking these types of questions, that you are putting it in the space that it is achievable. I can do this. There might be roadblocks on the way to that. But outlining those roadblocks will allow you to then understand what is it that you need to do to get over that. Yeah, I think that hearing too, is it the right time? Just giving yourself another, like, before you get too excited and ahead of yourself, like really take into consideration all of these things. And that's really helpful. And the last one is time bound. Questions you can ask yourself is when, what can I do in the next six months, six weeks? So this is- 12 weeks. We got 12 weeks in this example. And the last one is what can I do today. And what you were talking about earlier as well is making it, putting a timeline on it and making it real, I guess you could say, instead of putting it as an open-ended type goal that you don't really have the motivation to start, giving yourself these, these dates, these timeframes, especially the last one where it says, can I, what can I do today? Really just jumpstarts that goal or the effort to get to that goal. And I think with any goal that you do, there is something that you can do today. Yeah, I think that's motivating too. Like thinking about, oh, I can think on the top of my head things that I can get started with. Yeah. So that is the SMART goals exercise. Definitely want to hear from everybody who is following along and doing these goals. If you use this, is it beneficial? Do you like it? So definitely hit us up on Instagram. 
Facebook, Twitter. Let us know if that ended up helping you. We'll pause just a moment to fill out all of it on our end and be right back. So we got all our goals filled out. Two to three goals. I think we both picked three goals. And looking at them, was there anything in filling it out that you like sparked your interest that came to realization to you? Yeah, I think the selling items goal is something that's really important to me right now, especially in the financial constraint. I know we have mentioned that in, in the SMART exercise, but I think that it's important for me to finish that particular goal. I need to start somewhere and the easiest place to do that is to flip items that are here, right? When filling out the SMART exercise, maybe feel a little bit more energized to do that. Also knowing that I've done this before, it's very easy to start back up. So I think actually writing it out again and seeing all the different steps and things that I need to do in order to get there definitely helped a lot. Yeah, I think that's for me, I saw that things seemed very achievable, but it definitely makes me feel like I do need to really utilize my planner because I made so much for it. Uh, yeah, it's and a beautiful planner, by the way, and I hope we get to some time to talk about so it. So exciting. Yeah. But really to just have that structure in place to keep me reminded of the goals. And as we choose the deadlines and fill out our calendar in a minute, really just putting in how do I make myself successful in these things and what do I have to set up to do that? It all seems achievable. I just have to really set up that foundation to make these these 12 weeks really count. Yeah. And I think the things that we're going through today and and we'll continue to go through in the rest of the episodes, I think it's all just going to help us out to get there. Some things that I wanted to point out in my research for this was that one, your goals have to be really clear. Check mark. We got that done. We just did that. Yep. And you have to remind yourself and make sure that it is in place in your goals that you are in control, that there's no external factor that can make or break you achieving it. And I think that when I went through this, I really felt like, wow, I could do these things. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel bad for not already having done them. And it feels nice to know that you have the power to do them more so than anything. Yeah. So I thought that, that was a good thing to remind yourself. And then some other things that they mentioned is that realizing you have a choice and knowing life isn't happening to you. And I thought that was really interesting because I feel like a lot of times it's almost like rolling with the punches. You're like letting life happen and you're just going with it. And I think that for me, when I'm thinking about like flourishing and wows, yes. <laughs> that like that mentality isn't just letting life happen to you. And it's really about taking charge. And I think that all of my goals really help me structure like a framework that hopefully lasts longer than the 12 weeks to help me set myself up for success in the long run. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And it's really important to understand that. Also, when I was doing my research for today's episode, along the same lines that you pointed out is don't set goals that are in other people's hands. And I, I think that was important to understand also just because you don't want to rely on other people for your success, right? Definitely. Sure, people are going to be there to help you along the way, but you don't want to put it solely on somebody else's shoulders that this gets done. A lot of these goals that you set for yourselves, especially for myself, are things that require that action from yourself. And really understanding that puts things into perspective. Yeah. And so with having all of these things written out, we have our why activity. So as I mentioned earlier, you have to know your why, what is making this meaningful to you and making sure that is really something that can be reminded to you often. So what you're going to do with each goal is simply write out why is this important to you. Okay. And that's all we're going to do. Whoa. We're gonna, I know there's going to be a step too, but for okay. now, simply put, why is it important? 
Okay. And we'll be right back. And so after you get the activity done, which we just did very quickly, a quick one sentence, why does this matter to you? Yeah. I want you to read that back over. And I want you to actually write, why does it really? Wait, hold up. Wait, what? So you just wrote down, why does it matter? Go read back over it. And right now, why does it really matter? I thought I said that already. You're going you're gonna to answer it again. Okay. Right. <laughs> we'll be right back. JR, how are we feeling? This is definitely more revealing than what I initially had put for the why. So when you asked why really, it made me want to dive deeper into maybe the feelings behind that particular goal, because obviously there was more to it than just what was initially written. So I think that a really cool exercise. Yeah, I initially was introduced to this very recently, only a couple of days ago. And when they asked, what is it about for you? They mentioned how a lot of people will give the political, very surface level answer. And it's when you ask the second or even third time that they really dive into what it really means to them. And it's that part of it that you want to hold on to because that's your real why. And that's what you need to remind yourself, not like the surface level thing, but the deep down emotional connection to each why. And so it's really important to make sure that specific why is somewhere that you have written down that you can see as you go through these next 12 weeks and be able to connect to as a form of motivation because it's reminding you why you started all in the first place. Would you mind sharing what you wrote down? Yeah. So I, for my like making my free time more intentional, I initially said, I want to feel like I spend time on things that matter. But when I dove deeper, I really felt like I wanted to be more connected to giving me time to grow. And I don't feel like I've really been giving myself that time. I've been really just flowing with the days and like being more connected to others and connected to myself, I think will help me in times when I'm feeling really anxious and depressed. Wow. That's amazing. I think that's really cool. That's really cool. And I think that's definitely something that you can achieve. And obviously growth is really important and we talk about it all the time, but now putting it into action, I think it's going to be really beneficial for you. And I think what's interesting is like from the initial goal, you wouldn't think to get that much out of it. But when you break it down like that, it really makes it more meaningful. And I think that is what really sets you up for motivation for the next 12 weeks. 100%. Let's hear yours. Okay. My why for selling items is in order to feel safe. Selling my stuff will generate more income to give me a financial safety net until the next career opportunity. So there's some stuff that's happening at UNLV. There might be another job opportunity for me to be in a professional capacity. But until then, I got to do something in order to make ends. I say ends meet, I'm fine, but I could be a little bit safer when it comes to finances. But when you asked the why really, I said financial stability and financial freedom is something that has always been important to me. The feeling of not having to worry about money provides comfort and having that feeling not too long ago and now that feeling not there anymore, I want to feel it again. But also I think, and this is what I was alluding to is to going back into to feeling the goal a little bit more, is growing up, family didn't really have that much. My dad definitely spoiled me the best that he could. And I think a lot of it was that because he didn't have that much, he wanted to give to his kids. We weren't well off or anything like that. And now as an adult and seeing how my family is still in that space, and now for me experiencing it in this time in my life, I don't want to feel that anymore. And that's really the motivation is to get out of that normalcy and 
to do things a little bit different to to set myself up for more success. Yeah, I really appreciate you asking the why really because I think that puts more weight to the goal. Definitely. And that brings us to our final step of the activity, which is actually putting it on the calendar. Okay. So we're going to get out a calendar right now and mark the first day of the 12 weeks, the last day of the 12 weeks, and then making deadlines along the way for making sure that you're achieving the goal. So a good way to do this is one, have your goal in front of you and the smart steps as well. And make sure you're thinking about how much time you need to work towards that and how much time you can designate either each day or each week, actually scheduling it on the calendar. To okay. Do. So make it absolute. We're not just putting this on paper and the smart and just being like, okay, put it in the drawer. It's going to be it. on yep. the calendar. The notification is going to pop up on the day Wow. and we're going to mark it. So we're going to do that for the tasks along the way, how you're going to work on it. You want to have, if it's 12 weeks, you want to have four like kind of milestone steps along the way. So every three weeks, you want to have some sort of designation of how are you going to know you're 25% of the way there, at least. Some, so some bigger thing along the mini tasks along the way. And then after that, you're going to have a, I think I'm going to do weekly. You can do every three weeks if you want to, but a reflection time to look back and make sure you're on track. The research that I was looking at really emphasized how important it is to look at progress. And that's a really motivating factor is to see how far you've come. And I think each week to look at what I've done, allow me to see what's coming in the next weeks will allow me to really stay focused, not only in the 12 weeks, but the sense of urgency for each week, ahead. but totally up to you and how you want to build it. I think what's important is not overwhelming yourself and making sure that it's pushing you. You don't want it to be like you're doing it in six weeks because you don't want to do it each week to kind of give yourself that cushion. If I don't achieve it, I can just do it the next week. You want to have some sort of accountability there. So I would say no less than every three weeks but that's what we're gonna mark down right now okay and we are back how was that for you jr that was a good one i think that it definitely put things into more perspective and trying to understand how the uh the route you're gonna take to get to that goal definitely was different to be able to put it on a calendar and, and for me putting stuff on a calendar is very real. And I know that my phone is going to blow up and tell me like, hey, this is the day that you're supposed to do this. It's nice to have that reminder on there, but also to see the three months that this is going to take and where it's going to bring me is a nice change of pace as to what I was doing before, which was saying the goal that I want to get to and not really knowing what to do in between saying it and the time that I wanted to complete it. Because I feel like with this activity and marking it down on the calendar, you're like, oh, I'm actually doing it. Like Mm -hmm. I can see the days that it's coming. And I told you this off air, but I said that it's cool because I'm like, oh, on November 15th, I'll have accomplished that much. And that's so exciting. I can't wait till that day. And it's almost like imagining yourself there. And I think it's really cool to feel like it's attainable and feel like you have all the tools in place. Because when I was putting it down, I was like, I honestly almost don't even need 12 weeks to complete this. I know. That's what I was thinking too. And it was so strange because then it's like, why have I not been completing as much? (laughs) You realize how much time you really have. And it's really cool to be able to break it down and set like the goals and watch it all play out, which is really nice. And it was actually really cool to see you put it all into your new fancy planner as well. Ayla brought all of her pens, all the colors, and she was diving into it. She was locked in and... I think, again, like we were talking about in the last episode, whatever it takes for you to feel that you can 
achieve what it is that you want to achieve, whatever medium that you're going to use, I think is really cool and interesting in order for you to keep up with it. It's really exciting. And I'm excited to also translate it over to my phone. I think I don't necessarily need to put it there that realistically, if I'm using the planner every day, I'll see the things. But I also think to just have that second level of accountability to put it in my phone and be able to look ahead in the case I don't have the planner on me is really nice. But I'm just super motivated and excited to see where everything plays out. And I was even putting it down like I have to have time to set up for the start of this 12-week year, which we only have today and tomorrow really to do that. But it's really cool. And I wanted to tell you about the quarterly check-in. After each third week, I put quarterly check-in and these specific questions I want to ask myself of what tasks did I complete and that really plays into looking at your progress and how that's motivating. Two, did I miss any? And that's for a more reflective of if I missed anything, I need to make sure to fit that in to be able to complete moving forward. And then also, are there any changes that need to be made? Is some part of this routine not working where I need to adjust? And it's nice because it gives me time every three weeks to really reevaluate if my same method is working or I have to pivot a little bit and think about I was trying to drink 64 ounces of water today and I was doing it this way. Is there a better way to motivate Mm -hmm. me to do that? Is there a different way I have to get my water? That kind of method there. So um, trying to make it more efficient for you. Yeah, having that evaluative process is important. And I think it also reestablishes control because it's almost like you're like project planning your life and you're like, okay, looking at this didn't work. I'm still in control though. So what do we want to do different? And it feels very empowering. Yeah, and I know for me, Uh, I can barely remember the things that I did two, three days ago. So being able to reflect and ask those questions of myself, but also have it already on the calendar of everything that I did, everything that I'm going to do, definitely allows me to reassess where I'm at in these kind of quarterly checks, which is awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. And really, after that brings us to the end of the episode. And after this next episode, we'll be one week in to our 12-week year, and that's really wild to think about, but I'm so excited to see our journeys, and also those of you listening, we would love to hear your journey along the way. The whole point of this season is really to help each other and build that community so we all achieve our goals in the end. Absolutely, and obviously, with it being the end of the episode, we always have to hit that favorite part Honestly, is it the listener's favorite or is it our favorite at this point? I guess the verdict is still out. Let us know (laughs) in the comments section if this is your favorite part, but we know that it is for us. Quote of the day. I'll go ahead and go first. My quote is, hope is a combination of setting goals, having the tenacity and perseverance to pursue them, and believing in our own abilities by Brene Brown. Very fitting for the episode. Yeah, absolutely. And I when I was looking up the quotes, I wanted to make sure that it was centered around goals and setting goals. And, and I think that it is true that being able to set these goals and trying to get after them, they do provide hope that you can be who you want to be in a place that you want to be. Um, and But it all starts with you doing the work. So Definitely. I, I think that's great. And I think an integral kind of part there is hope. I think if you're listening to these episodes, you do have hope that things can be better and whether they're bad now or they're not that everything can always improve and that you are in a place to do that for yourself so I love absolutely that what about you my quote is from my planner oh <laughs> uh, have- little that people don't know in her planner she ended up having quotes being printed on the bottom of the pages which i think is really cool very customizable so i'm cheating a little bit every week now because it <laughs> provides it for me but the one that i found that i really liked is 
If we wait until we are ready, we'll be waiting for the rest of our lives by Lemony Snicket. Wow. That is so cool. And it makes total sense. I think that that's something that I've been struggling with for the past couple months of just not really putting in the effort to, to get to where I need to go. And it's very true. It's, if you just sit around, it's not going to get done for you. You got to go after it. I'm glad it resonated. As soon as I read that, I was like, I'm going to get it together. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think it's true. We'll always find a reason to feel like we're not in the perfect position to do something. And I don't think it's necessarily as empowering when you realize you can make that change at any time and I'll never be ready. So when is a better time than now? And that's what makes me really excited for these next 12 weeks. I'm excited too. And I hope everybody else that is listening is excited as we are. We want to do this along with everybody. And I know we keep saying that, you know, go listen to the first episode, follow along and it's all for a purpose. And, and we want to make sure that we're doing it all together. So we want to hear from you Leave us a comment on Instagram, Twitter, at the LY Foundation, or on Facebook, facebook.com slash the LY Foundation. Let us know what you thought about today's episode, what you're doing with your 12 weeks, what goals have you set? We want to hear from you about that. Also, please leave us a review of the LYF podcast. We love to hear your thoughts, how we can improve the show, what you'd like to see from us, and that way we can continue to produce more content and grow the show. Thank you for listening to the conversation. And until next time, love yourself, love one another and love this planet we call home.